so you're talking about you know composition, getting the subject to move around, um, and I know that sometimes a question you probably get this a lot is, um, you know, is gear important? Using different lenses, you know, recently I have like a zoom lens and I'm looking to get more into prime lenses. You know, a 35, a 50, an 85. Um, how much does that play a role? And I know that there are no rules necessarily, but um, what is that process like for you when choosing what lens and what gear to get a certain effect? I drove one of my recent interns crazy by saying to her, there are no rules. And that is exactly what you don't want to hear. What you want to hear, what you need to hear is the idea that the lenses, the cameras, the reflectors, the umbrellas, the soft boxes, the scrims, the griffs, the flags, and the nets are tools. Right. Walk into a kitchen, pizza cutter, steak knife, cheese knife, chef's knife, five different kinds of spoons, uh, three different kinds of forks. What's the right tool for the job? What's the best tool for the job? What is the tool that's going to get the job done? If you leave the office and didn't bring the beauty dish and you really thought you were going to light this with a beauty dish, different tools allow you to do different things. So what's really important is to expand your toolkit so that you can problem solve whatever's in front of you and push yourself to try different things. There are things you can do with strobes that you can't do with hot lights. There are things you can do with hot lights that you can't do with strobes. There are things you can do with reflectors that you can't do with strobes. There are things you can do with silver reflectors that you can't do with white reflectors. Right. There's things you can do with a 28 that you can't do with a 50. So expand the toolkit based on the imagery you want to make and what's in your budget. Yeah. The last one is huge. <laughs> the is. budget is definitely huge. Because I saw the, uh, I was looking through your Instagram before this and there's uh, that great shoot. I love that shoot, by the way, with, uh, with Kevin Hart. I love Kevin Hart as well. His audiobook was amazing, super inspiring. Um, and there's a scene where like you're viewing some of the pictures with him and there are these lights, which I don't even know like, you know, what they're called. I have these sort of like $200 soft boxes that are set up here doing a pretty good job though. Good bang for the book, I guess I'd say. Um, but I look at that, that equipment and I'm like, Oh my God, I have so far to go. But I, I would imagine over time that it's grown little by little. Um, it wasn't always that way. And I'm sure That's as the exactly clients right. us, yeah. it's a slow build. Like everything else, it's a slow build. And, but here's the thing. Conversely, the Lady Gaga shoot was one head and one umbrella. Really? Oh, yeah. I feel inspired. <laughs> yeah. Um, find that in my Instagram. Yeah. One light, one umbrella. So it's the right tool for the job. And here's the thing. If you had a million dollars and you went out and bought the entire pro photo line and the entire Canon R line and all the lenses. Now what? All you've got is the tools. You still have to know 
how to use the tools. You still have right. to know where to put the light, how to dial in the light. So it's not about the tools per se, it's about understanding how to use the tools. How long was it before you felt that you were really starting to get into a groove and using all the different equipment? Maybe like, what was the, the first time, like from setting up those initial uh, setups to, to where you are now, like how long? Years. That, yeah. Years. That's good to know. Years. Absolutely years. And, and I will say that I'm still looking at a shoot or a subject and thinking, Softbox or umbrella? Eh, let's try the umbrella. Right. You know, um, but being able to go through my experience years, going able to being able to go through my experience and go, let's try this. Turn that down, move that over here, put that here, try this. That's experience. Yeah. It's experience. Let me throw this at you. Yes. Last week, for five straight days, from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., I was at a home in Malibu photographing a um, private art collection. Furniture, tapestries, paintings, uh, cameos, jewelry, uh, crystals, sculptures, that ranged from a dining room table down to a Grecian coin. I'm not a still life photographer, but I have done still life photography. And you had to say yes, like you said before. I you're, you're a yes yeah. man. <laughs> I'm a yes man. Yeah. I had to say yes. So it was, I was telling somebody about it and, and she said, that sounds excruciating. And I said, no. Oh, by the way, we shot a hundred, 120 items a day. And some of those items we took one shot of, and they would range from, like I said, something like this, that is not reflective. Art is now holding up a stapler or <laughs> it would, it would range to something ceramic filled with reflections. So I had to dive deep into my knowledge and my toolkit to remember how to deal with all of those different kinds of surfaces and scale changes. And I shot a macro lens, I shot a standard lens, I shot a wide lens. But when I was shooting the wide, I couldn't make, I didn't want to make the, um, uh, object tweaky. So mm -hmm. I had to figure out a way to not make the object tweaky. And some of this stuff was so big that we couldn't photograph it. We couldn't bring it to our, by the way, daylight set. Wow. And our daylight set had window light. And then outside the window, when the shrubbery lit up, that light went green. The ceiling is warm. So this was like a um an episode of pumped where every <laughs> single thing is coming at you yeah the point is not that i shoot still lives the point is the toolkit 
We used strobes. We used reflector cards. We used flags. We used nets. We used silks. Um, it was a blast. Yeah. That must be really exciting to kind of challenge yourself at this point and try and do things that are new. And it's encouraging to hear exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because I look at you and I think, like, this guy's got to figure, like, you know, you hear about, like, mastery, you know. But to hear someone like yourself who is saying, like, no, I still get, like, a little bit anxious about things, a little bit unsure of myself. The mastery is that there is going to be a higher probability that the ball is going to go into the hoop. Yes. Mastery is that there's a higher probability that the shoot will be a success. And that comes from experience. LeBron James, and I am not comparing myself to LeBron. LeBron <laughs> I am. I'll do it for you. There you go. <laughs> no, no, no. LeBron or Tiger know that if they make this move, given all of the input, if they hit the putt this way, that there is a really high probability that the ball will go in the hole, that the basketball will go in the net. Right. They don't make 100% of their shots. They don't make 100% of their putts. Their mastery comes from their higher success rate. And that comes from experience. And it comes from, in their case, not in mine, um, an intuitive um, understanding of the mechanics and the dynamics of the game. 